Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. We're so happy you're here. Let's see. This is episode 144. Woo! 144. Back for more. That's mm-hmm. also a nothing number <laughs> called a gross. I think mm-hmm. is 144. If you ever get asked that question, it's 12 times 12. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't 12 times 12 144? It sure is. Okay. So that. Yeah. Thanks for thing. sharing. I know this because it was on Trivial Pursuit the other night, and my husband got that question wrong. Oh, boy. And it's the first time I ever beat him. Really? Yes. I correctly answered what astronaut got the question right or $10 million question right on $10 million question. I'm not sure I'm following you. What astronaut <laughs> correctly answered the final question on the show, game show, $10,000 question? I've never heard of that show. Me neither. It was on in the 70s, which should help oh, narrow okay. down. Right. So what's so, going to be your answer? Mm, Buzz Aldrin. Ooh. Glenn Beck. <laughs> Is it Glenn Beck? No. Be- What's his name? John Glenn. Not Glenn Beck. That's so different. I do this all the time. John Glenn. Good thing I didn't say Glenn Beck because I would have gotten that wrong. I said John Glenn. On today's episode of <laughs> Things Sarah Gets Wrong, Glenn I, Beck. You know what I was thinking of? Astronaut is, from the 70s. Right. We should have a little bell that you ding every time I... No, like, I want it to be like... Ah, yeah, it should buzzer. be something like that. It should be like a buzzer that's like, oh, she did it again. Glenn Beck. Okay, it's... That's hilarious. Not Glenn Beck. It's John John Glenn. Glenn All right. Is the correct answer. We're going to kick off the show with a few shout-outs. Oh, my goodness. Okay. This is for a gal who uh, tweeted at me Mm -hmm. and said, WTF. WTF. And I said, okay, Laurie. Laurie. Well, it's spelled L-A-U-R-I-E. Laurie. I don't know. That's Lori. What if it's a boy? My first girlfriend was named Lori, so. Well, how would you. she spelt it like that. Why do you say Hugh Lori? I call it Hugh Lori. Oh. Yeah. So how do you say Laura? Laura. Mm Mm-hmm. What about (laughs) Harry? Harry. Right. You're saying it wrong. How? Because it's not supposed to sound like the hair on your head. It's like Harry. Oh. And they don't like it. Like Larry, it shouldn't be Larry. Le- what do you, how do you say Larry? Larry. Larry. Yeah, because it's like a Jewish Harry. thing. Larry. So Mary. when I see it spelled that way, Lowry. I like to give it a little more flair Lowry. than L-O-R-I. That's just me, though. Her you name can do it is Lowry, or maybe Lori. We don't <laughs> even know, but we're really sorry that we didn't get it right, but we still love you. Thank you for donating some money Patreon. to Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up. She got an entire discussion on her name, so. Courtney. We've done a Courtney before, mm-hmm. but. I think I just did Courtney. 
Hey, Courtney, this is for you. It might not be the same, Courtney, but that's okay, because this is for you. If your name is Courtney, then this is for you. Next one is Brittany. Oh, gosh, all these end with knee ones. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Brittany. She works at Tiffany's. <laughs> I would like some free jewelry if that really is your place of employment. Oh, her last name is Sparks. Oh. So, I mean, maybe, you know, like sparkle jewelry. Yeah, that's kind of like Brittany, who doesn't work at Tiffany's, but her last name is Sparkle, and that's funny. Sparks. Sparks. It's close enough. You know what? This wasn't our best shout-out <laughs> round, but that's okay. We can't be good at everything. Tiffany, Courtney, and Laurie, Laurie. are going to be real happy. I'm gonna, like, what if she's sitting there, there going, it's Laurie! Is it, though? We're going to have to hear from L-A-U-R-I-E, what, how you pronounce that. Laurie, name. I don't know. Just not Laurie. Yeah, well, I'm from California, so we do everything, like, a little weird like that. <laughs> okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Um, okay. Yeah. I got a new chair. You do. It is not squeaky. Do some butt movements. Look, guys. Silent. Silent. Yeah. Oh my God. We had that chair for all 144 episodes. Three. 43 episodes. And it was not good. Sounds so much better. The chair's beautiful. We're going to get a whole new desk office set. I got this on a bargain, too. Tell me everything, because that's my favorite thing on the planet. It was originally 500 bucks, <gasps> which is a lot for a okay. chain. That's too much. Well, you know how it is. That's at, insane. At those stores. Yeah. And, um, this was only 99 which is still a, a lot for a chair, but... But I'll take that discount. Yeah. Hello. Right. I love when things go on clearance and then you come in with a coupon for it. And then there's an additional sale happening at that store. Sometimes I swear they look at me like, oh my God, just take it. <laughs> Because I'm like, actually, I have this discount here, and actually, I have this over here. In this case, Lincoln helped me carry it out, and we were both very proud. There was a sense of pride. Like, we had worked hard for this chair. Uh We didn't just buy it the moment we wanted it. We had to save. Oh. And then we went in and bought it. Yeah. Does your son uh, have a concept of, like, saving and getting a good deal on stuff? Yes. Yeah, I would imagine that he would. He loves bargains. Does he? Mm-hmm. He doesn't understand money like normal. Right, right. But he does know what that means and that I love them. That so you love a bargain. Yeah. I was thinking the other day about your dad's uh, favorite saying, uh, If we keep saving money like this, we're going to go broke. Yep. Because it's the same with just chair. Totally. It's a bargain in relation to how much it was, mm-hmm. but not in how much a chair could be. Mm-hmm. But I hope, I tend to think quality, you know, is worth paying for. Yeah. Things like that. Any hoodles. Because um, our squeaky chairs certainly 
didn't Let get us anywhere. Me, no, it did not. Although that was Crate and Barrel too, so I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Okay. You pay extra for that no squeak. I. So I talked to you about that. Um, there was a video I watched. You probably saw it because I think it was Vice. Mm. <clears throat> Love Vice, anything. And it was about a woman mm-hmm. who had adopted three um, children that were born to mothers that were drug addicted. Mm -hmm. And so they were all siblings, but she adopted each of them when they were born. And the woman kept having more kids. Oh, geez. And so this adoptive mom. Wow. She's like raising all of these women's kids. Yeah. Um, And so... She decided that she was, she wanted to do something about this. She felt like Mm. people that are drug addicts aren't in a place where they can prevent pregnancy, pregnancy, right? Right. And so. Well, often they're, they're linked They're Especially if you're a woman there, you're using sex to get the drugs. Yeah. And it's all a cycle of that. Right. Yeah. And so the babies obviously could be at risk because the mothers typically continue to use mm-hmm, during mm-hmm. pregnancy. So she took takes this bus on the road and offers drug addict women $300 cash if they would be willing to go on birth control or um, long-term birth control or sterilization. Yep. Oh, God. And... Her feeling is that she's, you know, protecting the potential children Mm -hmm. and that these people want cash for their addiction. And so everybody's happy and they don't want to get pregnant either. It's not like most of them are trying to get pregnant. So I I wondered what your thoughts. I don't think sterilization should be on the table. Okay. I just don't think that you should, if you're not in the right state of mind, you should not be able making permanent choices. right yeah the same way they won't tattoo somebody who's on drugs you think they're gonna like that i mean that's so extreme well, i so, think providing um contraceptives is contraception contraceptives yeah, like or contraception contraceptives oh. uh i mean i think it has to be something like an IUD, like long-term, two, three years. Yeah, but then with that, you run the risk of... I mean, there are dangers and... Oh, God, it's so messy because, you know, if they experience any complication with that, like sometimes IUDs, if they well, can... they can experience death through right, pregnancy. Right, with anything. Right, so it's kind of like the, the ends have to justify... or The ends so, justify the means... So I think, do, yeah, long-term birth control. Because it kind of reminds me, what this is making me think of is Laura's Law, which is, have you heard of this? No. It's a, okay, so Laura's Law is a law that's in effect in, it's, I think it's county by county can decide if they want to do this. And it was a law that is uh, court-appointed or court-imposed mandated outpatient treatment for mental health for mental severe mental disorders so if you're schizophrenic they nobody can make you take your meds nobody can say you have to take meds but laura's law was passed that in certain counties they 
offer, basically, like, the court gets involved and says, we need you to take your meds all Mm -hmm. the time and please comply. And if you comply, you get these kind of benefits or whatever. And so it kind of reminds me of that where you will have some people who argue that we shouldn't force medication on people. But once you do, once they may not want to go on, but once they're on, it significantly improves their life. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think, what you have to look at with this is, sure, maybe it's not under perfect circumstances that they're going on this birth control, but the thing I... is like, if she can provide some sort of follow-up, like every six months somebody comes out there and gives them a new round of birth control or whatever, like you can get the shots now, like, isn't it... The way that it works, though, is this woman doesn't administer anything. She's not a doctor. Right. So you have the person has to go to their doctor, get approved for whatever contraception they think is best for that person. Uh-huh. And then depending on what it is, the amount of money is correlated with that. So, so she feels that this is a win-win. The, mm-hmm. the women don't have to go through unwanted pregnancies. Which I agree with, too. But And then babies aren't born into a horrible situation. And critics argue that it um, disproportionately affects people of color. Yeah. And that it amounts to a sort of, like, mm-hmm. genetic... Yes. Pro, you know, what's that word? Uh, Selective, Yeah, whatever. what do they call it? That word. I know what you're saying. Yeah. So it's like... Uh, it starts with an E, doesn't uh, it? Like eugenics? Eugenics kind yeah. of stuff like that. Yeah. And the people, like you said, people aren't in the frame of mind to mm-hmm. be making big decisions. They also aren't in the right frame of mind to be deciding to get pregnant. Right. And so it's But then hard. what if you... I, I mean, if you... As somebody who has been to... Not myself, Ben, but I've toured and spoke with people who've been in... Um, like inpatient treatment facilities and I've seen somebody go from on the streets and addicted to drugs to then running the inpatient treatment center because they just changed their life around Mm -hmm. and if you took that woman at 23 and said you should you know she made the decision to basically be sterile sterilized or then uh I feel like you're depriving her of an opportunity of having a normal, healthy, wonderful life where she gets to have children after she, like, cleans up and, you know, gets her life on track. Some people also argue that um, basically that... I forget what I was going to say. Shoot. About how... Dang! Ooh, that so never weird. happens to you. <laughs> I feel weird for you because usually it's me who like the (laughs) thoughts I can see when I lose my train of thought and I can like also watch myself find it again. And uh, (laughs) I just watched that train completely miss your station. (laughs) (laughs) Go right on by. Oh, I don't know what I was going to say, but that it's just unfair for a variety of reasons and that it's complicated. Oh, I know that there was, that it's like, a band-aid and that it is a band-aid it does why don't First we help them with change. their addiction correct instead of you know what they say is the both. most helpful housing mm. 
that if we have a place that housing that when you provide people an environment, a healthy environment to live in and you give them a home and something to be proud of, things like that, they mm. will absolutely, that's the fastest thing to turn to turn people's lives around. Remember when I couldn't remember anything? That was so <laughs> funny for me. <laughs> um, okay. Can I move on? You can. Do you want me But to- I'm interested to hear, oh, I've got a story for you, Suze. Okay. This one, Wait, get ready. I got a story for you first. Okay. Oh, my God. The story is a little something about my body. Oh, I love that story. It's about how I'm working my ass off with Beach Body. Literally. <laughs> right. I'm kind of working your ass on. Uh, yeah, I don't want to work it off. I want it to be big yeah. and strong. I love that. I love that. Booty licious. Booty licious. That's what I want. Yeah. Bye-bye. Not just booty Not just my butt baby. though. I want strong arms. Strong legs. Suze, how are you getting that strong body? <laughs> I use Beachbody, and I want you guys to try it with me because, yes, you people know, since I was carried in a challenge, <laughs> working out, especially cardio, is not my strength. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, certain things like weight training, but I'm not a cardio gal. But this is cool because it's like the Netflix of exercising so you can choose what you like if you happen to like cardio if you happen to like strength training yoga Yoga. i love their their three-week intro yoga thing it's like an introduction to yoga yeah oh it's so good they have 21 day fix they have um what's that crazy one in p90 p90x and insan what's the insanity Insanity. one yeah uh, if you want to try it... What's just, that crazy one? Oh, you mean insanity? <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. Text brain candy, all one word, to 303030 and get full access to the entire platform for free, which is fantastic. They have fantastic. over 600 different workouts. Jesus, that's a lot. It's a lot of working out. Get to it, peeps. Um, go ahead. You had, you want to tell me a story? Okay. So I read the craziest, most cringeworthy as, oh, you're going to especially cringe from this. Have you ever had a bad bleach experience? Sarah. Yeah. Of course I have. Tell me about it. What I happened? Mean, like just what is mismatched? Ba- okay. Like a band of the wrong color around the crown of my head. But never something that was like medical or physical, oh, right? No. Like burn from a bleach? <gasps> no. I go to a salon, my God. Well, you're smart. Well, this woman named uh, Christy, I think her last name is like Woodward or something, but Kirsty is her first name. She's in England. She wanted to go with that unicorn hair trend where it's like yeah. a bunch of different colors that everybody's like into right now. Yeah. Um, but in order to do that, you have to bleach your hair out first. Yeah. Well, she decided she was going to do it at home. Okay. Puts the bleach on her head. 15 minutes later, she said her scalp was literally smoking. And she rinsed it out of her head, but the damage had already been done. She just used regular bleach? Well, here's what happened. So I read the whole article. She used the -the over-the-counter, like, powder bleach that they sell at hair salons, but she didn't mix it with the developer. I think she just mixed it with water or mixed it with I don't know what, but she put that straight on her head. And the worst is that her mother's a hairstylist. (laughs) No. Well, that actually, that's not the worst. I was lying. The worst is that so she goes to the hospital because she thinks she's having an allergic reaction. Now it's been like four or five days after her hair bleaching experience. The hair is like gone on her head. Okay. She goes to the hospital and they peel back her scalp and her entire scalp peels off. 
and she had to be in the hospital she, for severe burns. She was in the hospital for six weeks and had six different skin grafting surgeries. And because they can't graft skin with hair follicles, her hair will not grow in those sections anymore. Oh, my God. She decided to do her hair at home. And now she has no hair for the rest of her life. It is funny, though, how you said the worst part is that her mom... <laughs> right. Like, that's going to be the worst. Like, wait a sec. That's not the worst. The worst is that she's bald and she made herself that way. And she said, I've lost all self-confidence. Isn't that sad? Just get a wig. Right. Now you get to... I was thinking, like, oh, my God, you get to wear all those fun wigs. Oh, my God. But isn't that just... It is horrible. Horrible. I was just imagining six different skin grafting surgeries. Remember when I said I dated a guy who sold skin? <laughs> this is who he would sell it to. <laughs> Did I talk about that on here? You sure did. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't on one of our last episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it might have been. People are like, what is she talking about? We did do a couple episodes we had to redo, and so who knows? Who knows? It's if you're like, mess. what the heck? Well, Sarah had a boyfriend that sold skin. Yeah. There's, there's the story. There's the story. <laughs> That's it. Um, I oh. have one for you. Oh, tell me. Ouija boards are even creepier when you know how they work. That's the title. What? Go on. Okay, I'll give you a little history lesson first. Yeah. For those of you who aren't familiar, uh-huh. <clears throat> have you ever used one by Absolutely. <laughs> have I ever used one? Come on. The Ouija board. Is it in the same era where I was writing my own spell book? Tuesday Sacrifice. Tuesdays? Yes! Oh my God, it's so Tuesday Sacrifice and writing spells. <laughs> the Christ. Ouija board first appeared in stores in 1890s, a mark of the 19th century American obsession with spiritualism. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. This keeps happening. What? Where it only prints out half the dang thing. Let me oh. get out the rest. Hold on. I'll find it. Okay. Well, tell me your experience in the meantime. So I remember being, we used to conduct these like seances with my girlfriends. So we'd have the sleepovers and we would do like, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light yeah. as a feather, stiff as a board. Right. Why do we love that so much? And then we'd go in the bathroom and do, uh, uh, oh, what was her name? Bloody Mary. Why did we, why are we so obsessed with terrifying ourselves when we were younger is it to experience a different like I, it's I, like I re- magic you want to remember believe. being younger and wanting to be scared Me too. and and now as an adult i hate it i yeah. don't like scary movies i don't want to be startled or like anything like that even though Susie loves to do it to me <laughs> um but i don't really have any desire to <laughs> dabble in any of that anymore and when I was younger, it's like all I wanted to do. Why do people always dabble in the dark arts? Because <laughs> right, you don't want to really. You want to dive in. You don't want to dive in head first. All right, I found it. Okay. So basically, it describes how they work. Most people know, you know, you put your hands on the thing, and then uh, you can go through a number, uh, it leads you through the numbers or the letters or the yes and the no, and then there's goodbye. <laughs> uh, okay. I just like the idea that Milton Bradley is going to be the one to connect us to the other side. Basically, it says, of course, it could be the spirit reaching out to you, but science provides another spooky possibility. You are unconsciously answering questions that you never thought you could, which, you know. Mm -hmm. Two factors are at play when using a Ouija board. A strong subconscious need for an answer to Mm -hmm. a question and a phenomenon known as the odometer effect. What is what is it called? I D E O motor effect, ideometer. Ideometer. Yeah, what does that mean? 
People can move or move something without their conscious mind realizing it. In the case of the Ouija board, if you really want the answer to a question to be yes, your partner knows it, and your partner knows it, you could both push the thing to yes without either of you consciously applying any force. Uh-huh. And I think you... And if you think you can never keep your hands completely still, try keeping a laser pointer dot perfectly motionless. So you can try it for yourself, oh. and you can they give you a, a way to do it with a string. Um, and they've done studies on it, and, you know, basically they blindfolded this, the subjects. <gasps> cool! Oh, that's fun. <clears throat> you know my mom's like, it's because they're psychic. The subject was blindfolded when using the board, and the partner knowingly removed their hands from the planchette or planchet. Mm. The blindfolded subject moved the thing alone, answering questions, but felt that they were exerting no force on it at all. The subjects answered more questions correctly than when they answered the same questions verbally. They did it better when they believed they weren't in full control. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, man. I just think that shows that your mind is way more powerful then well, it says it's an example of implicit cognition. Yeah. And experiments with the Ouija board and concepts like it end up revealing a lot about how the mind makes decisions mm-hmm. without our awareness. All the time. I'll put this in the newsletter if you guys want to read it. Um, if you want to sign up for the newsletter, go to thebraincandypodcast.com, put your email in. But, yeah, I thought that was interesting because we were never allowed to play with That's- the even more interesting that you're not allowed to play with it. Because well, if you're... My mom believes in the devil right, and right. satanic stuff and so... Well, the funny thing is, is like, she didn't want you to play and what she was protecting you from was like science. Your brain. Your brain. Right. <laughs> so like, it's kind of funny, right? That essentially... That is the devil. Mm-hmm. For, you know... Yeah. Um, do you know how I help my brain? How do you help your brain? <laughs> Reading, folic acid, omega threes. <laughs> no, I eat good food that is good for me, and I want to recommend the That's It bars. My husband is obsessed with these. Really? It's like a little kid with a fruit roll up. Oh my gosh, really? He it's com- like the healthy version. Yeah, he comes home from work, or like, and it's in the early afternoon. And it's like a kid coming home from school, and I'm like, would you like your snack? He's like, yeah, I'll have my snack. And then he opens it, and then he sits it on the couch and just chows down, and he loves them. If you have a husband or a body of your own or a son like I do who you want to feed properly, but, like, it's so much easier to give them goldfish, <laughs> this is a great alternative. It's a bar called That's It, and the reason it's called That's It, because if you look at the ingredients, it'll say apples, pears. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> uh, and here's, they're at everywhere. Whole Foods, CVS, Starbucks. I saw them at my Starbucks. They're at Starbucks? Yeah. Oh, good on the they're go food. Gluten-free, kosher, vegan, and raw diet friendly. How about that? And, of course, great snack for kids. Just throw it in their And really box. is kind of like a fruit roll-up. No sugars, no weirdness. It's amazing. Great fiber. That's it. And they are offering my listeners an amazing deal. If you go to that'sitfruit.com, enter my code BRAINCANDY at checkout to save 10% off your order. Do what we did. Try the bars. You'll love them. And go to that'sitfruit.com, enter my code BRAINCANDY at checkout to save 10% off your order. Your taste buds and your body will thank you. Or your husband. Or your husband. In Sarah's case. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. so cute. I know. 
my God. Boys are silly. They are. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you. I had a long conversation with a few girlfriends because I have a husband who's injured right now. Oh, God. Have you ever had one of those? Yeah, I divorced him. No. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Well, I was just laughing because, you know, I... Now, first I'll say I care and I want to be like the nurturing, you know, make him feel better and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes I feel like they expect us to nurture them like their mothers did. And who wants to do that? I'd have a whole conversation with my husband and be like, okay, let me just get this straight. So you want, I'm supposed to like be nurturing like your mother, but who nurtures me when I'm sick? Like, let's just discuss that. And he was like, uh. Is uh." he not good about it? And I was like, no, but like, really? Like, who, who's going to talk to me like that? Are you going to do it? Probably not. So I think maybe we need to all learn as adults. We got to nurture ourselves, oh. and that's like a really hard thing to learn. You feel bad for him, though, right? Oh yeah, he's got a pinched nerve in his back. That's that shit sucks when you can't get comfortable at all. But I almost feel like there's. I feel like I can't do anymore. You know, I can't make him feel better. It feels very helpless when you got somebody who's injured and you can't really do anything about it. But, you know. After I mean, a month of... What does he want you to do? Bring him soup? I think so. I know. You know how they say... Some people like to say that women have a higher pain tolerance. Yeah. But I read that it is not true. <gasps> Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is. But I, I think that the the rub is... Mm, mm-hmm. wh- what is the word tolerance Yes. Mean? Like... Oh, you're such, you're so right. You know, like physically, maybe it's the same. Yeah. But verbally? Right. <laughs> seems like, like it turns into a telenovela whenever they're, thank they you. Get a sniffle. This is exact, thank you. This is thank what you. I'm saying. Because this is what I was telling, I was telling my friend Kelly this too. And she was going off about her husband. She's like, are you kidding me? I had a C section. Yeah. And, I did not even need the painkillers that they give me. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, husband gets a headache and he's like, oh, I need some of whatever you got. Yeah. Why are they all like that? Maybe they just like the attention. I think that's it. Maybe I just need to give them more attention. We I'll have do that a lot better. of male listeners. Maybe they we could do. share with us. Guys, share. Maybe what this is an unfair... What happens when you guys get sick? Yeah. <laughs> what do you feel? What do you like? feel? That's what's weird is they hate how we're all about feelings but then right. when they get sick, it's like an emotional roller coaster. But I was also thinking maybe it's because, and we've talked about this before, that women has, have this ability to do a thousand things at once, and they can kind of like multitask and keep their attention on a whole bunch of different things. And I think men maybe have to compartmentalize a little more, and their focus can only be on one thing. Because it seems like when Landon's working, he does not care about his injury at all. But mm-hmm. as soon as the working stops, it's like, all we care about is the injury. Mm-hmm. But... For me, it's like, oh, like, I think about when I have cramps. I can't just stop and have cramps or else I'd be immobile for two days out of every single month. Right. You just have to And keep you have some bad ones, the too. Wor- like, they make me vomit. Mm-hmm. And so I just, you go about your business, so you learn how to tolerate pain better. <laughs> totally. This is a thing. Write to us. Tweet we, to us. <laughs> we had a person on the Brain Candy Crush whose name is escaping me. I feel bad that I'm not remembering. But she posted a link and wanted me to share with you Mm -hmm. these um, porn hub statistics. Oh my gosh. Tell me everything. So 
It's really cool, actually. Pornhub. Pornhub. Uh, the title is What We Learned About Sexual Desire from 10 Years of Pornhub User Data. That's a lengthy study. 10 years is good data. I'll put this in the newsletter. I know you guys want it. Okay. Is there anything I could guess on here? Well, here's how it's laid out. Okay. It's by year. So the year of the this. Yes. Like 2007 was the year of the whatever. And so it goes through all the years, and I think that's interesting. Can I tell you what 2017 was? I mean, I don't even know. Or 2016. Look. Do they have that? What we have. 2017, which is, I've never heard of this. You probably Uh-oh. have. I don't know then. <laughs> I was going to guess that there was step-parent, like stepfather, step like it's that not. step. Right, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. That seems to be like, at least on Howard Stern, they talk about that a lot. <laughs> oh, what do we got? All right, let me start with the um, 2007. What happened in 2007? You're the BJs. <laughs> you guessing is way more fun. Okay, what is it? <laughs> it's going to be like what Sarah was into in 2017. <laughs> or I mean 2007. Okay, year of MILF. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Ten years ago, that was like a brand new word. People Mature were definitely was that. a popular porn category well before Pornhub. But MILF came in with a bang <laughs> as the very top search term in the company that year. I can't believe we, like, this is the best part of this episode. And it, <laughs> we didn't talk about this <laughs> we earlier. We buried the lead. I know. What do you think was the second most popular? Okay, so MILF Let, let me give you a hint. It's a race. Dilf. Oh, dang. Um, oh, I think Asian women. Correct. Asian. Asian. Yeah. Okay. Wow, look at me. Good for you. 2007. 2008, big year. Year of squirting. Oh. That is not something I'm into. I am. Oh, my God. Why wouldn't you be? Hello, female ejaculation. Yes, please. Mainly because I'm not sure what it is. I don't think anybody is. That's why I think it's, like, not real. It or... is real. As an individual who has experienced this, it is absolutely real. No. Yes, You're one time. You're a squirter. But it's not like people Hold expect, oh, my God, I can't. We're not talking about this. This is insane. Absolutely. It you cannot come... have boundaries all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a water fountain. Well, some of theirs are. Because that's not real. Oh, theirs aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> What is yours a trickle? No, like um uh, poor Dahlia. Poor Dahlia. No, what is it? Like Just a, a little like a, no, it's not like <laughs> I it's wish more we like had the um, soundboard. Today. It's more like if you were like if there's a sponge inside of me and somebody just wrung the sponge out. It's not coming out of like a hole. Nope, it's like coming a, out of inside of the vajay. Oh, so it's just fluid from inside of there. It from what I hear, there is a sponge like Okay, but for these squirters, is it coming out of their pee hole? No. They're sucking up water into, like, they're using water and basically injecting water into their vagina, holding it in, because you can do that. Okay. And then when it's time, they cut and push it all out. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. You're welcome, everybody else out there who really didn't ask for a description of squirting, but they got one. It's so weird how these years are because I don't know what is ca- like the causal relationship. I can see MILF. I can see that one like being a. If you looked at words that were trending in that year, I bet MILF was too. <sighs> 
The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 2009 was the year of amateurs. Oh, okay. I don't know. People were tired of squirting professionals. Maybe because of Girls Gone Wild, it was popular oh, at is that, that time. Po- oh, it says. yeah. Yeah, there you go. 2010 was year of casting couch. Oh, that's a thing. Oh, don't I know it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it is. if I were willing to sleep with people, I would be freaking on fire right. with my career. Uh-huh. It is not even subtle. They just say, let's go. Oh my god, are you serious? You've had serious. Been, are you serious? Dead serious. That's gross. Yeah. Cuz um, most people, well not most. I cannot I should not say that. But many people. I can imagine that well, that is and an they get offer. jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up, man. 2011, you're going to love this. Year of the ass. I was just going to say big booties. Not- 2011, that seems like a Kim Kardashian year. Right? Yeah. Well, one of the, yeah. Yeah, yeah she was really big. Right. <laughs> um, but not anal, which is a more consistently high rank. Yeah. But ass really took a jump. Not, but not, not to be confused with the butthole. <laughs> We're just talking about the butt, <laughs> the meat. This one's interesting. 2012, year of cartoon. Oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. That doesn't do it for me. I'll never, ever understand that. Why? Why? I mean, if I that's for know. you, then get it. Whatevs. Also, nobody's hurt. I yeah. do like that. <laughs> Victimless crime. <laughs> Not like watching porn is a crime. I'm just saying. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> when is quicksand porn going to no, come up in there? That like, was like in like 1930. Our, in our old uh, episode. 2013. This one I do not enjoy. Oh. Uh, the name of. Oh, you don't enjoy the name of it. Yeah. Uh, is it Bukaki? Close. Cream pie. Okay, I hate that name. <laughs> I hate any time I'm getting a visual of all of that stuff because I hate mayonnaise. <laughs> or do I hate mayonnaise because of that? <laughs> I have to write this down. Because I hate mayonnaise. I wish you could have seen her too. Okay. Oh, this. I was is... trying to do that emoji. Who the thinking right. emoji? Hmm. Uh, you might have to tell me what this is. Oh, I love that. 2014 year of Bell Knox. What? It's a freshman who was paying her tuition in part by making porn. Oh. Oh, Bell Knox. So then she became like this sensation. Oh, also, Stepmom was real popular. See, How did you know that? Because it's all over Howard Stern. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I think that 2018 is going to be year of the massage porn. Oh. And I'm gonna Wait, help. we're going back to that? Well, I mean, it's what we left off on. Might as well wrap it up with massage. I think Sarah's with, uh, got something on her mind. With, uh, you know, the P-O-R-N. Top Whoa, off. I mean, I was trying to wrap up the show, and here you are, like, 
making predictions. <laughs> Bringing it back to our list. Porn prediction. What do you think? Massage. I don't know. I just think, you know, if they look at my numbers, that's what 2018 will be. <laughs> if you have anything to say about it. If I have anything to say about it, I'm wondering why that isn't trending. I think it might be, like, political in you some f- way. Like, oh. I don't know. <gasps> no, I know what it's going to be. It's going to be... Submissive wives. A different race. Oh. Like, you know how when there's more a yeah. divided... Like, the number of people who look up porn uh-huh. that's the opposite of what... Or a if different like race racist, than them. If they're racist, they tend to want to bang. Yes, thank you yeah. for saying what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that's probably that. That's our prediction for for the Pornhub 2000... Uh-huh. Porn Stradamus. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> we'll end it with that. <laughs> right. I mean, that's a pretty good prediction. I wish porn consumption would decline. Right. I think as it you, definitely As you mentioned. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Let me see if I have anything else on my list here. <clears throat> we talked about the unicorn hair bleaching. That was horrible. that was tragic. Talked about our porn... Um, you know. There was one thing that I read about that was interesting. It was about how, you know how in China they have a different astrological right. method? Yeah. It's like year of the whatever. Yeah. And that's been around for thousands of what years. What are you? Can I guess? You're the e- monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? I, find, I think I was like the dog or snake. Oh. Something stupid. I don't know. I'm the tiger. When I was pregnant, that's a good one. Fire tiger, to be specific. Oh, jeez. <laughs> when, <laughs> when I was pregnant with Lincoln um, and I would eat at Chinese restaurants, they would always say, congratulations, <gasps> because it's a really lucky year to Pig. have a baby. It was dragon. Oh, dragon. Yeah, it was like, I think that's like the luckiest one. Yeah, it seems like, because the dragon's lucky in that culture. <laughs> yeah, and so they were. They said that, you know, your child will be blessed, and it's like a lovely oh, idea. As awesome. long as you have a good one, I guess. Right. Good um Oh, what year. if they were like, uh-oh, right. you're the rat. <laughs> right, too bad, right? What a stinker. Well, apparently, amongst the older population, this is just something that is is uh, enjoyed and believed in in many cases. But on, amongst millennials, they're starting to embrace Western astrology. Uh-huh. And, you know, you think, well, okay, whatever. I mean, you know, they do the same thing we all do. Like, you read your sign and it's no big deal. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. weirdly, they take it very seriously. And they'll say, like, oh, no, it's just superstition, no big deal. But then, like, in job listings, it'll say Aries oh. preferred or, like, um, such and such need not apply. <laughs> what? Because, like, certain signs are considered lazy and yes. whatever. So is it like they're saying that with the Chinese signs? Like, no, dr- with the Western. With the Western ones. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So even though it's not their, what they they're subscribe to. The Western. They're adopting. Yes. And they're because. And it's, That's bizarre. Yeah, and it's becoming a way to hi- hire and fire and find love. In like she, this one girl they interviewed was like, "Well, it's just superstition. It's just for fun when I'm bored on the subway." But then she was like, "But I would never date a Scorpio or whatever it was." Oh my gosh! You know, like she all of a sudden got serious and was like, "Except for the fact that I would never <laughs> date a person that was born within these." But besides weeks. that, mumbo jumbo, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, I married somebody who's my astrological perfect match. Hmm. Yeah. 
Hmm. Pisces and Scorpio, I think is what it is. Pisces. Is, uh, or whatever He's he is. He's a Scorpio? I think he is. Wait, what are you? Pisces. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God. Of course you are. Of course It's so I am. annoying. It's so annoying. <laughs> I'm that of everything. I am that. Like That's bizarre. Yeah. Because if I had to choose, of course, that would be my guess. Right. And then I was, when I went on Emily's podcast, if you guys want to check that out, you can go to MFIT podcast on iTunes and you can hear me on there. And we were talking about your, um, like, spirit animal. Yeah. And there's, like, a book that'll tell you, like, what's your spirit animal? And she said, do you think you know what your spirit animal is? And I said, you know, everybody says that this one, but I really do think. And she's like, I said, I think I'm a dolphin. And she goes, let me tell you, most pe- a lot of people say they're a dolphin, but I don't think they're a dolphin. You are a dolphin. And then I went in and looked it up, and I'm like, yep, I'm a dolphin. Can you, so, on Twitter. Yeah. People talk about spirit animals. Yeah. But it's a joke. Like, I'll be like, right. um, yeah. Frida Kahlo's eyebrows are my spirit animal. And which you got me that yeah. shirt. I love it. It's one of my yeah. favorite pajama it's shirts. It's a joke. Right. But, like, what are you talking about? So, I guess there's a woman out there who wrote a book about your And people have done, like, finding, like, the, the thing no. that's your no. whatever, blah, blah, no. blah, blah. And, like, you can take a little quiz and find out what you are. And I'm totes a dolphin. It could be any animal. Yeah. What's mine? I mean, yours is probably not a ferret, but... Probably not a ferret? Why did you just say that? Well, I'm just saying it's like a rando animal. It's not going to be like a hedgehog. It's probably going to be like an owl but or But when you say probably, who gets to a, decide? Well, I'm just saying it's probably like more well-known animals. What I don't know. I'm Maybe asking. you are a ferret. Oh, my God. <laughs> what I'm asking is like, is there a chart? I think so. Oh my god. I don't know. I've never seen the chart. There's I know there's there are quizzes or do you, just you can say, take like, online. Such and such is mine. Like you get to designate. I think it. you get to designate. This is dumb. Yeah. There's no scientific proof. Here's behind the this. worst part about it. Tell me. Her mother was a hairdresser. It's <laughs> 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 so funny. No, the worst part about it <laughs> is that Meanwhile, she had six surgeries. <laughs> but that's the worst part. I say that way too much. You know what the worst thing is? It is never even remotely the worst thing. And people should be like, really? Is that the worst thing? Like The worst? I'm too hyperbolic. I need to just stop. I also do it the best. I'm like, oh my God, that's my favorite. Ryan, on my season of The Real World, hated me for that. He was like, really? We need to add that thing? We need to add cereal to your list of favorite things now? How long is that list? Ellen DeGeneres used to do a bit about how when everyone... When anyone gets a paper cut, they always are like, ooh, that's the worst. And But she's like, really? Is it? What about pickle juice in your eye? And how, like, that's so not the worst. A paper cut is not the worst. But it kind of is. Once I almost paper cut my eyeball. Now that. Was actually the worst. Oh, my God. I Can you imagine the, how bad that would hurt? No, I, I did. I paper cut the corner of my eyelid. And it was almost my eyeball. And the only thing that prevented it from being my actual eyeball was my long, fake-ass eyelashes. Well, hey. Because I rip, I pulled a piece of paper out of a, a box that I was, like, shipping box, like a package. And I ripped it up real fast. And it came, like, ripping across my face. Literally, and the actual use of the word literally, ripped a little... So, like paper cut on the corner of my eyeball. That sound, that actually sounds like the worst. And I was like, "Holy!" You know how with a paper cut, you don't uh, um, instantly feel it. Like takes a half a second, mm-hmm. and then you feel it, and you're like, "Ow!" I was like, "That half a second!" I was like, 
holy shit, is my eye about to hurt? Please don't let a paper cut be in my eyeball. And then uh, I'm like, oh, good, just the outside. Whew, not hurting. Wow. Okay, well, my question, though, about spirit animal is, <laughs> like, I felt like the worst part is that there are people, like, this woman who wrote this book mm-hmm. is now rich. Probably. Because of a bunch of bullshit. It's like yeah. pa- pastors. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Well, but it's pretty much like anybody who sells you snake oil or like... Yeah, sort of like anybody that's making shit up and then being like, ta-da! There's a spiritanimalinfo.com. Spiritanimal.info. Of course, it's .info. Of course. Who are these people? About us. You know. All right. This guide was created oh. to support deeper and meaningful <laughs> connections with animals, whether they're in spirit or physical form. Its purpose is that everyone will find information, knowledge, and wisdom that will serve them in their daily life, support their personal development, and journey through life by connecting them more deeply with the spirit of animals. Okay. That's stupid. I mean, there have been animal totems in, like, every culture, though. I had to tell my son to quit saying things are stupid. <laughs> I wonder where he gets that. It's horrible. He's like, that's stupid. He goes, you said it. And I go, yeah, I also drink wine and you're not allowed to do that. And I drive a car. And I don't swear in front of him. So it's like, that's the worst thing he's picked up. We were not allowed to use that word when we were talking to about each other. I could never call my brother. We could say, you're a fucking asshole. But I couldn't say, you're stupid. Because in our family, to put down somebody's intelligence was the worst thing you could do. And that was against the rules. It in seems our house. like you like that idea. What this, this calling somebody you're stupid? No, this sort of uh, code of like not, you seem supportive of yes, this. I like am. okay, I thought so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also was very supportive of calling my brother a fucking asshole. Right. So she's like, I, I remember my mom being like, I don't care. You can curse like a sailor. You're just never allowed to call anybody stupid. So then, did that become like the? Uh, forbidden fruit you uh-huh. wanted to say? Yeah, I would just mouth it out to my brother. I'd be like, You're stupid. No. Stupid. <laughs> well, Lincoln does the thing where I'm like, Lincoln, you have to eat your dinner. And he'll be like, That's stupid. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's about my ideas. So. That's off. Yeah. You know what I think about that? Stupid. Stupid. It's so stupid. So stupid. You know what I, I said? It should say to him, You know what else is stupid? Having children. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I'm a therapist, he could be my number one patient. That's right. <laughs> I feel like it's my job to make enough money to pay for his therapy that he will inevitably need. Right. That's fair. All right, everybody. Don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe. And don't forget to tell a friend and tweet at us. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Buy a Killed It shirt. Killed It. We love you. Bye. Bye.